Welcome to the podcast. I am Fish. And I am Steve. Yes, you are. Mm-hmm. And here we are. All my life. Another week. Yeah. Every week we do this. Yes, we do. And you know why? Because we're able to. Because of our fine sponsors. Oh, you mean Mocha Joe's? I do mean they Mocha are Joe's one of them. Mocha. Yeah, Mocha right. Joe's. They uh, they uh, serve up a lot of great coffee. Mm-hmm. Delicious coffee. Here, let's. I will. I'll, I'll, let me. Let me express. Do a little theater of the mind. <laughs> I already. Oh wow, that's. It actually isn't. It's actually better than that. <laughs> yeah, we can substitute in an internet sound yeah, later we'll, on. <laughs> we'll, we'll put something in there a little later on. Also, uh, I want to thank our our sponsors, Serious Remedies. Series, series, series. What did I say? Serious. Serious. Right. It's hard not to. I know. Let me. I went by there the other day, mm-hmm. and they were packed. I was, was going to go in and say hello, thank you for sponsoring our podcast. Jammed with people. I was glad to see that. That's because they're all podcast listeners. Hey, there it is. Flocking to the storefronts, which can be found here in Brattleboro, Vermont, and up in Burlington. Mm -hmm. All right, let's get right into the crux of the matter. And this was something that I have been... uh, I've been seeing, and I, this isn't going to be unique to this particular pod, other than it will be Steve and I talking about um, this particular subject. Um, last week, we did bombs over books. Yes, this we week, we're going to do narrative over news, mm. all right, and uh, uh, citing the state-run news organization that is Fox News. That is state-run, right? Um, tacitly, yes. Right. I don't think we can officially say that, but when the president is tweeting in response to particular shows that he's having, you know, they call this executive time when he's watching TV. Shut up. <laughs> I kid you not. Really? It's a John Kelly thing. Oh, he'll be doing two hours of executive time. <laughs> like, come on, people. Executive you know? time. So he's watching these what shows is- and he's responding and he's basing policy. He's basing impulsive tweets based on what Fox News is saying to him. And now people are steering their policy and their, their wishes to get to the president through this private enterprise, which is an entertainment outlet. Right, yeah, Twitter, you know. that thing. No, 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 through through with Fox News. People want to get on Fox News to get him to do things. <laughs> it's like, where? what are we? Yeah, <laughs> there's know? that. But here's the thing. So, um, you know, and we've often talked about uh, things like Fox News being a very right-leaning thing. And I can't honestly think of any other network news that is, right? Well, who else? That leans right? Yeah, that leans... Not network, no. No. Well, I would argue, and again, this coming from a sort of far leftist perspective, but you know, many or most of the mainstream, uh, t- let's say, television news agencies are you know, codifying and, and perpetuating a sort of you know, status quo circumstance. Like, they'll all talk about, today, the Dow Jones, da 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 Everybody's talking about this paradigm that, you know, I would say if you're if you're a major multi-billion dollar uh, television network and news agency, you're sort of your your bread and butter is the what already exists as the status quo. Right. And I think the left and, and movements towards liberalism have perpetu- should be leaning in against the status quo. So to answer your question in a long winded way, like I always do, you're welcome. Uh, is to say, yeah, nobody's quite like Fox News for sure. S- some would argue, I'd love when people say, oh, CNN, that's liberal. I'm like, oh my God, what does that make me? I'm like off the continuum. I know, I know. You <laughs> know, but um, now does CNN used to be, people would ask me, so what news source do you do you follow? Mm-hmm. And I used to be able to say, oh, you know what, I would, I would watch CNN to get the story. Mm-hmm. I could do that, I could do that. And now, and I still think that you can do that. I think you can still do that with MSNBC. Mm-hmm. Uh, with NBC, mm-hmm. uh, with any of your liberal news media, 
thing because I do believe that they don't let narrative. I do believe that they have narrative. I'm not saying I'm not being ignorant to any of that. I mm-hmm. think that the narrative exists. I think that opinion now matters more than the news. I, I think that we want to know what the uh, pretty girl with the blonde hair and the sleeveless dress mm-hmm. has to say yes. about certain things. <clears throat> yeah, uh, you know the, uh, the 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 dude in the in the ten thousand dollar suit with the perfect hair, um, or commonly know, generals. As Fox News does, they have military people come on and give their news analysis. They also have freaking Ted Nugent and Kid Rock. <laughs> Enough said. All right. So, <laughs> I, you know, exactly what a general of what? You know, Colonel no. Colonel Sanders? Who? I mean, you know. Well, I think you pinpointed it right there. I mean, there was a time, and I'm old enough at 56 to remember quite vividly, a half hour of national news, a half hour of local news. Done. Let's go do other stuff. Right. Now, all day, 24 hours a day in CNN. Uh, can be really is the forebearer of the 24-hour news cycle thing started in 1980-ish, somewhere in there. Uh, And so we've reached the point of of utter saturation. But what you'll find is if you look at, and people who study journalism certainly do look at the media this way, you'll find that so much of it is people sharing their opinions and analysis about things. You know full well that in a culture like ours, so fully connected electronically and otherwise, social networking, et cetera, it's all about the spin. So this thing happened, and here comes 10 times that in who thinks what it was, you know, yeah. from all sorts, sides of things and who they choose to analyze and spin. Ultimately, for me, it's spin, and you can see it happen in, in real time on Fox News unless you're, you know, just saturated into that sort of propaganda thing. Uh, but this is the problem. I th- we're, we're not really getting news. That's why I, I vary my sources pretty far, and I have some pretty reliable quality journalism places that I go to. So I And I compare and contrast, and I corroborate and spend time looking at conservative uh, writers and thinkers. I'm, I'm always willing to hear both sides of the story and mm-hmm. then come down to my own, uh, my own conclusion, which I, I think is a good way to do it. You know, I, I don't know that it's... It's the most efficient way to do it now. I think the most efficient way to do it is just to pick the side you want to win and root for that team really, really hard. No matter what. No matter the facts, no matter the reason, no matter anything. And I've had conversations. I mean, I have these conversations all the time. And honest to God, I mean, separate conversation for a separate day is like, I don't know what I gain from it because I wind up just being really sad about the condition of the culture, the country, and the species. Um, Because I meet people that and know people that I engage with that are otherwise intelligent but have – and here I go again, have seemingly no critical thinking skills. Like, right. I don't need people to agree with me. I don't need people to think like me. I just need them to think and to be able to say, hey, we can't agree on these things because there's so much emotion and subjectivity to it. Let's go to the experts. Let's see what the experts who have spent their entire lives studying this say. Oh, that's bullshit, man. <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, you know what you mean. What? <laughs> like, here are here are a hundred scientists who spent decades studying this phenomenon. Let's say global warming, whatever it is. And then he's like, so here's all the data. And they go, yeah, it's bullshit. You got your facts and I got my facts. Like, Mm-mm. what? Mm-mm. So this is... You have your beliefs. I have my beliefs. Beliefs is one thing. That, I, that is, that's a statement that might not start a war. Right. Your right. facts versus my facts, that's where wars start. Right. Or to say, you can believe what you want. I'm going to believe what I want, and let's be respectful of each other in that process. I mean, honest to God, as an atheist, I mean, I'm, I'm, places, the country and, and the world are crawling with people who believe in this, in my in my view, a fictitious intervening God thing. Right. And that's nuts to me, but to other people, that's that's real. And like, who am I to say, you should change your mind because I think differently? 
You know, that's, you know, so we can move about the world. We used to be able to move about the world and disagree amicably, but it seems to be a dying art. You know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> huh. There is that. Right. Yeah. Uh, but when when you do seem to have policy that's being created on social media, mm-hmm. on Twitter, mm-hmm. um, and for me, that is one of the least understood uh, forms of uh, of social media. For me personally, yeah. I don't. I don't honestly get it. I, people have tried to get me to post my jokes and stuff to Twitter, and I try. And then mm-hmm. you know, maybe I just don't have the following that I, I need to. But he clearly does. Millions mm-hmm. and millions of people follow him. Good. And I mean, like tens of millions. Like, Hang on, is that what it is? Yeah, oh, good it's, God. It's, it's it's a ridiculous amount of people. I just that, hate that when I have him. to see them. Like I, I find you know somebody reposts or retweets or honestly, often will have like really, really. I love how clever and funny people can be because I mean I'm a pretty serious uh, you know political observer, but I need more laughing in the world. And people who are, can be so funny with this guy, it's it's just genius. But I still have to read the original tweet that the, I hereby demand. You know, I don't care who you are. Anything that starts with that, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> eight hours ago, eight hours ago, not to get off on the, the narrative over news uh, thing, because I do want to get back to that. Um, he tweeted, where in the world was Barack Obama? End oh, quote. God, dude. A very good question. Exclamation point. End of tweet. What does that even say? I don't know. I would, ha- I would have to go to the Wall Street Journal and find out. Yeah. Uh, but 52.1 million people yeah. want to know what he has to say. Uh-huh. Now, I have to admit, mm-hmm. I'm one of them. Yeah. Well, we at the Earspoon follow him. I know that. I was a yeah. little surprised to see it pop up in my feed. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's because uh, uh, that's what I want to see is a bunch of uh, a bunch of troglodyte uh, Republicans with thumbs up in the background. Oh, my God. You just have to go the to the uh, scariest yeah. white men in the Look world. Like Paul Ryan. Is he still a thing? All right. No, yeah, for the moment. Yeah. You know, look at these are some of the darkest hearts. <laughs> Mike Pence. Anyway, so, um, but these are the guys right now who are controlling the narrative. Mm. The narrative is being dispensed by Fox News, mm-hmm. you know, uh, among others. Sean Hannity talks the president to sleep every night, yeah. right? Because he doesn't have any relationship with his wife. Um, in order to kind of do that, you know, you you have Jen, I have Vicky, and we can mm-hmm. talk to each other and sure. work things through. He's got Sean Hannity. He can't. I mean, yeah. Trump tweeted. Granted, probably just an autocorrect thing. But when he when uh, Melania was released from the hospital, mm-hmm. did you? Uh, it's great to have the incredible uh, first lady home. Uh, Melanie is feeling very well. No. So he didn't proofread it. Didn't even do. I he, you can't even get him on his own me, on his favorite medium just to stop and go. Well, let me proofread that right. before I hit send. I should check and see if there's any typos since I'm the president and all. Right, and I probably mm-hmm. when I'm really really sleepy. Uh, and if that's the story, I don't mm-hmm. know. Which is probably. I mean, Kofefe. What the hell was that? Right. We may never. Other know. than <laughs> other than honestly, that is one thing that he has brought to his presidency, which is just just short of awesome. I have used it so many times. It's it's pretty yeah. It's pretty universal. He's got also a cup of coffee. He's also inspired endless amounts of stand-up comedians, you mm-hmm. know, to come to the fore. People who wouldn't otherwise <laughs> grab a microphone and start speaking, right? You know, like because he's just. It's almost like he's. But here's the thing, and I mean it when we're talking about you know the the message versus the reality. Right. Um, my concern is that we normalize this by by him being so easy easy to make fun of. 
Yeah. So well, he's a freaking fascist. Well, I mean, I mean look, look at the whole Sean Spicer thing, right? Yeah. I mean, Sean Spicer finally steps down, yeah. and everybody thinks he's funny, and he's doing stand-up bits at the <sighs> at the uh, thing, and he's pushing out a thing, and he's making fun of it. He should be in jail. And, you know, and I can't remember who I was having the conversation with, and I'm like, no, it's no. not funny. No, it's not. All of a sudden, it did all of this, he looked at us for six straight freaking flipping months. And lied straight And up. lied straight yeah. to our faces. And now we're okay with right. him coming down and cracking jokes? Exactly right. I feel the same way. And the same thing is true of the current president and all of his uh, you know, acolytes. They, the more we kind of, you know, we go, ha ha, look at him being stupid. And I do it all the time, so I'm not saying I'm immune to it. But at some point, it just softens. I don't know. Again, I've, I've cited before Amy Siskind, who keeps this list of ways that you don't notice in a year's time, the subtle things that have changed. Now this man, and again, I don't want to get off topic. We're trying to stay kind of centered. But now this man is calling for an investigation of the investigators. The people that are investigating him for high crimes and treasonous actions, right. he's now wants, I mean, he's like freaking Gaddafi. You know, he's just, he's like a, like a third world dictator. He ain't even that smart. No, he's really stupid. And like, again, this is not a conversation I want to rehab, like when people during the George Bush years, George yeah, W. Bush years, right. going like, no, he's actually quite smart. Yeah, no, no. No, he's not. No, he's not. And either is this doofus. You know, he can, he does what he does well, which is being a sociopathic, you know, spoiled little rich kid. Yep. Um, but now he's got the stage. I mean, what kind, anyway, I'm going to distract into that. I'd rather stay on, on focus because I'll just tear on him all day long. But he is also the purveyor of this message that we're talking about and this narrative. Uh, and he's steering mass media, particularly Fox News, to to pump him up right. you know, in the process. Well, and that, that's basically his network. I mean, he calls yep. in. They can't get him to shut up. They, right. You know, he's just he's just running over commercial breaks. You know, he's he just, confesses to all kinds of oh crimes. Oh, my God. <laughs> and if it ain't him, it's, it's Rudy Giuliani. I mean, it's just one thing after another. But, again... I have often said that we as a culture are controlled by the narrative. Mm -hmm. Whatever we hear the most, we tend to believe true, good, bad, indifferent, red, white, blue, black, white, green, whatever. Well, whatever you, we're told over and over again. I mean, look what happened to John Kerry. Not that he was a tremendous uh, thing, but the whole swift boating thing. Here's a guy with, what, 27 Purple Hearts? How many? Six or seven Purple Hearts? Tons, right? yeah. A war veteran, Vietnam, in this, I mean, just down in it, doing it all. And how does he lose? Yeah, I know. I know. Based, it, based on the standard that our culture has created on holding the soldier on high. Right. How did he lose? Meanwhile, President Bonespur is having another Big Mac. Yeah, <laughs> there's know? that. So, yeah, and, and you're absolutely right. But you look back, at, and I would say, and as I've often demarked, 1980 is a very, very transformative year. The election of Ronald Reagan and what went on from there. Lee Atwater and other people that be later became Karl Rove and the likes of him, including Roger Ailes, who, went on, who was Ronald Reagan's campaign manager and went on to start Fox News, which he originally called GOP-TV. Oh, uh, I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah. Um, that was the idea, to get the Republican Party to have sure. a state, you know, have a have a network, state-run news. So, yeah, <laughs> you were exactly right. right. You were and right. This is not an accident. But they identified quite clearly, like it's the big lie. Even Herman Goering said the same thing. You say it over and over and over and over again, and it becomes the new truth. So right. then you can pull off ten percent of it. And go like, oh, okay, maybe ten percent of that wasn't really true. But the rest of it, which is pure bullshit, remains. It's like, well, I guess that's true. Like, and that's how the American. And I dare say. The absence of critical thinking allows that to be so. Yes, it does. 
Which is a good place to take a break. All right. All right. I need a coffee. So, yeah. And we're going to get some from Mocha Joe's. Yeah. And we're going to thank our uh, our other sponsor. Serious Natural Remedies. Not serious. Serious. C-E-R-E-S. Right. Like the Greek god. Correct. Right? I've been called worse. What? By better. This is the Ear Spoon with Fish and Steve. Ooh, Series Natural Remedies offers New England's largest selection of CBD products for health and wellness. With over 60 brands, we represent all methods of CBD delivery, including extracts, capsules, edibles, vape, topical, body care, and beverage products infused with hemp. We bring together artisanal quality and science-based healing. Experience the healing benefits of CBD for people and pets. Visit us in Brattleboro or at our flagship store, 190 College Street, Burlington. Hey, Steve. Yeah? You know what my favorite thing is about doing the podcast? Yes, I do. What is it? Mocha Joe's. Oh, <laughs> you know me so well. You know me so well. You know, you can just, wherever you are, you can go to mochajoes.com and order your coffee. Yeah, fantastic. Quality human beings roasting, packing, and sending coffee all day long. And they do this all right here yep. in Vermont. Yay, Vermont coffee. Yeah. Because it's the climate for growing coffee. Wait, what? Well, nah, not so much. But they, they are fair trade folks. Yes, they are. All right. They have cool gear. Yep. The cool logo. I got a few myself. Yeah. You got you to gotta go and check it out. Most uh, Mocha Joe's Roasting Company. Find that at mochajoes.com. I love them. And that's who powers this podcast. That's right. Couldn't do it without them. Thank you. Thank you? No. Thank you. No, thank you. No. I think this time. Thank yeah. Mocha Joe's. Thanks, Mocha Joe's. Oh. More at TheEarspoon.com. Welcome back to the pod. I'm Fish. I'm Steve. There we go. We want to thank our sponsors once again. Uh, Series Natural Remedies. Thank you, Series. All right. Yeah, as in the Greek god mm-hmm. of remedies. Right, not S-E-R-I-E-S. It's C-E-R-E-S. <laughs> we should have a little jingle. Yeah. And of, of course, uh, of course, our other sponsor, Mocha Joe's, now in Pod <laughs> Cast Form. <laughs> All right, what? we just worked that out at the break. Yeah. If you can believe that, that's how good we are. I think that went well. Yeah, I do. We'll work on it for next week. <laughs> Narrative over news. Uh, what we are talking about is kind of our inability to sort of decipher between the two anymore. I think mm-hmm. the and and it, this all goes back to what we keep mentioning, which is the 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 lost art form of critical thinking, yeah. uh, and being able to kind of process things. Now, let me get into the psychology a little bit mm-hmm. uh, of that. And and my psychology comes from uh, an actual psych degree that I held. I have one too. Do you? Yes. <laughs> what are you doing with yours? <laughs> Podcast. Same thing as me. That's what you're doing, right? A big fat goose egg hole in donut. Nothing. Nothing. Seven years of college down the drain. I forgot that we both have psych degrees. I know. That and 50 cents. Wait, you can't get on the bus for 50 cents. No, you can't. You can't get. What can you get for 50 cents? Anyway, narrative overdose. The the art of critical thinking. I think that. We as a society want to find a news source that we feel comfortable with and just take it at law. Mm. Nobody wants to do it. Now, again, when we talked about when we were growing up and Walter Cronkite, the most trusted man in news, was delivering the news, Mm -hmm. we knew that's what happened. Right. Now, you can lean over your fence to your neighbor, the Wagnells, and say, hey, 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 Fitz. 
<laughs> Come on over here. Uh, so this whole thing that happened, what with the uh, thing and the uh, and, and 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 the Jimmy Carter person and over there. What do you think? Uh, you know what? Tax and spend liberals. That's where the narrative yeah. used to be, right? Over the fence. Right. And then, you know, my father would go, ah, you don't know what you're talking about. Go back in your basement right. and drink more Miller Lite. <laughs> you know, and that's where that Schlitz. should be relegated to. That's a, a you know, a, a subjective conversation about your feelings or interpretations. Right. And, but now, and there was a time where, and we also know we're watching the, the newspapers atrophy on some level. Mm-hmm. Um, journalism in general will be challenged, challenged both formally by the current uh, administration, but also in general, just trying to survive. And there was a time when journalists, you know, certainly were expected to, and were, were held in high regard because yeah. we expected them to be telling us straight up what's up. Now, let's not be foolish. We also know that there's, uh, you know, demonstrable moments where journalism has been used against the citizenry in many ways and, and clearly misdirection of what's actual and was known to be actual. So right. we, we know that, I mean, you could look it's at- It's possible. Right. Well, it certainly happened in the run-up to the Iraq war with the New York Times and what the hell is her name? Judith Miller. Yeah. I mean, oh, so I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. There's many instances where that's the case, but pound for pound, the Dan Rathers of the world. And I, I'm for me, Amy Goodman is, is a pinnacle of, of straight up journalism democracy. Now, if you don't know it, know it, but like that's straight. And I, the way I like it, Boring, right? Like, give me bo- Don't give me graphics. I just want the information. Give me the information. You know I mean, that's you know, why I read my listen, news. I, I'm I'm okay. I'm okay with uh, a little news with some narrative. I'm mm-hmm. I'm all right with that. But I just have to trust that the first thing that's coming out of your mouth is what actually happened. So here's what actually happened: mm-hmm. the car turned left onto a busy intersection. Mm-hmm. All right, and then got into an accident. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. Now. Here's what should have happened. The car should have come to a stop, checked both sides before pulling out, and then pulled out. That's your narrative. Okay? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that that happens uh, anymore. We are just saying, so what this idiot did was he pulled out without checking both sides and right. then just ramrodded right into traffic. Because he's a liberal. Cause, yeah. Cause he, <laughs> <laughs> bonus. Um, so that's what happened. So that changes the whole complexity yeah. of the story. Yep. Right? So here you got this guy who didn't check either side. You 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 put the narrative before the news, mm-hmm. and it changes the news. Agreed. Hashtag fake news. Right. But the people who are decrying fa- hashtag fake news are, are the ones who are reeling against the actual news, at least in my ma- m- estimation. Poetic so, irony. Right? I mean, so you created Fox News. Mm-hmm. Or, I'm sorry. Oops. Ooh, a little Freudian. A little, a little uh, Foxy and slip there. Yes, yes. Uh, so you created Fox News to combat actual news, hashtag alternative facts. Well, let me throw something at you. Just play devil's advocate. It's not big enough room for me to dodge it, so Fair please enough. don't throw anything. Right. Gotcha. Right. Um, I recently, as this morning, was having a conversation with uh, a good friend and, and a bunch of other people as well um, about uh, the president's slurring of uh, use of the term animals and when having a discussion about uh, MS-13, which is apparently a gang I'm supposed to be worried about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we'll get to that in a second, but... Uh, and my friend Tim, who, who's uh, one of the smartest people I know and very dedicated to truth and actuality, threw a flag, and appropriately, appropriately so, saying that Sean King, who I really f- respect and follow a lot, um, was saying, like, wait, you're, you're, con- you're saying Trump was clearly talking about gangs and you're talking about immigrants. And so technically Tim was right. And technically 
uh, Trump was talking about the MS-13 gangs as animals. Okay, so those are the words. So we're going back to what you're talking about. Right. The, you know, the t- took a left, got hit, da da da. But the other piece is, and others harped, you know, piped in, and so did I, and said like, but that's a dog whistle. Like we know that the threat of of gangs and MS-13 and whatever this is, this new thing we're supposed to be scared of, like WMDs. Don't forget WMDs. It's a canard. I'm not saying it doesn't have. There's not an actuality, but what is the genuine, you know, percentage of risk of that? And it smears it with the same brush, and it becomes a dog whistle to his base. It says, "Oh, these immigrants, they're gangs, and they want to kill you." You know, so that's that's how it translates. And again, with people with bad filters and bad critical thinking skills, that becomes, "Oh, those dirty Mexicans. We got to stop this. We got to build a wall." And so Tim was technically right in saying that, like, it's not fair to say. Uh, on on the one hand, he was not talking about immigrants, but on another level, he very much was by per- repeatedly conflating immigration with criminals, with as he did during the election, with rapists, right, and things of that nature. Well, I'm, he's I'm slurring. Just, I've got it up here. Mm-hmm. Let me just see if we can get this thing to load. Hopefully, there's no. Together, we're going to restore safety to our streets and peace to our communities, and we're going to destroy the vile criminal cartel. MS-13, and many other gangs. <laughs> but MS-13 is particularly violent. Oh. They don't like shooting people because it's too quick. It's oh. too fast. Is that right? I was reading one of these animals was caught he and reads. explaining they like to knife them and cut them and let them die slowly because that way it's more painful. And what do you mean? It's kind of like what you're doing to the country? Like you do with the English language? Yeah, I can relate to that. We joined today... By police and sheriffs from Suffolk, Nassau, Dutchess, and Ulster right. counties. State police from New York and New Jersey. Uh, Many of you I know, great friends. No, you're not. You're a sociopath. Customs <laughs> enforcement officers and law enforcement personnel from a number of federal agencies. Mm. So we're loaded up with great people. This That's what I call it. hurts. All right. We'll stop it there. Stop but, it. So, I mean, so the, if you weren't familiar with the term animals, now mm. I I didn't take it any other way than than what he said. Mm-hmm. I think he was calling the MS thirteen people animals, and 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 that's and technically true. Technically true. But there's more to the story. Yeah. So I'm trying to bring this back to the narrative versus news part. If we just limit it to the content of the words, to the sum of the parts. Then we're missing out on the other, you know, on the gestalt, if you will, psychology. You're using some good words, You're huh? Welcome. You're welcome. You got some of the big words going <laughs> on today here. But when you just focus in on, you can't see the forest for the trees, sort of thing. This is a dog whistle. It's raw meat to his base. You know what they do? They cut you wide open, and they're terrible, terrible people. Oh, and they're also immigrants. Did I mention that? Yeah, it's, bonus. Yeah, so immigrants are of concern, people, and I'm, you know. This is what I mean. This is the, sort of the way this this communication works. The way Fox News works is to say is to intimate, be concerned about this. Right. Well, what's, where's your evidence for that? Nothing. Just be concerned. Look out! They're trying to take your stuff, and that sort of fear button thing is what makes, I dare say, ignorant, reactive, fearful people do their bidding. And again, it just boils down to the way the news is being delivered in a narrative form as opposed to how it actually unfolded. We we tread in this dangerous thing. We've talked about this before in the pod, mm-hmm. too, about when you march out 
uh, the Sean Spicers of the world, uh, the the uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, uh, who just consistently lie and then basically call anybody who rails against them liars, and everybody else is liars, and you're controlling the narrative because you are. You basically have an open microphone to the entire country that will be televised and beat over the next 48 hours in a news cycle depending on the level of interest of which uh, of the topic in which you are speaking uh, you will control the news cycle for 48 hours and what goes and gets pumped out into the universe is critical mm-hmm. critical to how the country operates and moves forward yeah, you know again it, the the boy who cried wolf mm-hmm. that kind of thing right sure. so uh, you know and if you continue to kind of feed the populace with this narrative o- over what actually happened I think it's just dangerous, but I think they don't care. Well, I'll take it another step, if you don't mind, um, in the conversation with another friend recently who said, well, I don't, I don't trust any of the news. There's no news that's good, so therefore I'm going to go with my personal feelings and anecdotal information from people I know. Um, really, really dangerous thinking, I think. <laughs> you know, like I understand that I, I too am pretty disgusted in many ways, both with politics and with, with the news, but I know that there are really, really good people out there doing fantastic oh, work yeah. as journalists. Find them, you know, because we know, like he, my friend posed to me, like, well, if CNN, I think it was CNN, and Fox News can be 180 degrees different in their news perspective, then it's all bullshit. And like, that's, just not good logic for one thing. And there, CNN is not something I would hold up necessarily as the place I'd go running to for my first information. You know, read more. Find these websites. Find particular people that you can trust. I love that I can trust uh, and really respect people on the right side of the continuum like Rick Wilson, like uh, Max Boot. If you don't know Max Boot, I would encourage you to check out Max Boot. Dude is super smart and conservative. Um uh, Jennifer Rubin is another conservative you can kind of count on. Who And these are people, when I say conservative, that are holding conservative values through this presidency and saying, he is not that. This is not that. We reject this as a form of conservatism. My dad was conservative. He, too, would have been running screaming from this stuff. And so that's why I'm saying find the information you want. Don't reject all news because, oh, it's all bullshit. Like somebody says, oh, you probably watch CNN. I don't watch TV for my news. <laughs> I don't watch TV. Well, you can't anymore. I know. For the very reasons that we're doing this podcast, right. because it's just so filled with narrative yeah. and and news. And I think that when the liberal news delivers, um, they there is there's a narrative. I'm not saying that the that the liberal news is the, the people who's who liberal news. Who would you name? Uh, MSNBC, right. Okay. I mean, I could argue that, but I won't. I don't want to drill down into it too far. But, like, yeah, I mean, I agree with you that their frame might be, but they're still trying to report. And I would argue this, too, and I've argued it many times. Journalism and the news should be liberal and leftist. You're As, brilliant. Ooh, you're handsome. Thank you so much. You're rich. I appreciate that. You're not rich. Oh, yeah. Damn. <laughs> Uh, I found the Trump soundboard. Oh, no. <laughs> now you've done it. Uh, You're not a nice person. Okay. Ooh, anyway, out. so um, we, won't, we won't do that. Yeah, yeah. We we'll won't do that there. to people. Uh, anyway, yeah. So, you know, <laughs> I just think that there is a certain amount of here's what happened and here's our opinion. I'm okay with doing that if that's where we have to, if that's how we have to deliver the news mm-hmm. moving forward. Here's what happened. Here's what I think about it. 
Right. Not, here's the facts, and here's the the interpretation of those facts. Not this mashup no. of narrative mixed in with actual news. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm entirely down with that. Um, but you strap yourself in because it doesn't look like it's getting any better. It def- definitely does not. And I would like say it. to anybody listening, you know, spread your bets. Look for th- look to the BBC. Look outside of the country for for good analysis or end or news of U.S. politics or, or things that are occurring in this country. Find alternatives in there. And matter of fact, we should post it. I'll, I'll do it tonight up on our, our Twitter feed. You can find us on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's a great graphic I have that kind of shows all of the better known uh, news sources on a map. And in the center are the most reliable, um, you know, considered to be the most neutral. Uh, and then going out to the left and the right are, you know, the slate magazines and the, you know, Breitbarts and so forth. So so there are ways of, of weighing what to value. And if you see a story in one place, corroborate it in another one. This is just fundamental stuff. But like. It's like rocket science for people. Post that to the Facebook page too. Promise, would you? Promise. All right, and and um, and let's leave it there. I think it's just yep. good. Again, you you said some critical thinking. Try to decipher the difference between narrative and the actual news. Mm. It's difficult because there's so much stuff flying out there all the time. Um, follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, by all means, subscribe to the podcast. Yeah, wherever it, and you can pretty much download it wherever you download your podcasts. And we'll also certainly invite any kind of feedback or questions, you know, input that you know, disagreeing is great. Yeah. Always, always civilly, I mean, no name calling. We want to we, we want to we, we know that uh, that you're listening. And, yep. you know, I mean, send us an email. Yeah. We're friendly. Oh, Steve, Steve at the earspoon dot com. He's the more friendly. Fish one. at the ear. Yeah, send it to me. And I'm <laughs> long winded. So <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then when you get war and peace sent back to you, you're like, oh, my God. Yeah, I know. So funny you should ask me that. <laughs> there's a visual that goes with steve trolling on the internet yes um but we'll we'll uh, we'll leave it there and uh, we want to thank once again series natural remedies thank you all right for sponsoring the podcast and of course mocha joe's thank you for sponsoring the podcast and we will talk to you next week i'm fish i'm steve hasta la vista baby cheerio this is the ear spoon with fish and steve Ooh, wow.